Holy shit, we can hear each other. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, it's a miracle. It's a COVID miracle. <laughs> um, I guess if that's what you want to call it. <laughs> well, it's not a miracle because of COVID. It's just a miracle during the COVID and my brain going insane. I have more time than you do. Hence why I took off the lining in the roof of my car and I'm putting a Death Star on it. That's valid. <laughs> I've already spent like five hours on that. And it's not even halfway done. And it's probably not even a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> but I, like I said, I used to drive like six to eight hours a day. So now that I'm home, I'm like, even though I do still have to homeschool my kids and I still have to do all this other stuff, I do have a little bit of extra time than I used to. Hey, that's a huge bonus. It is. But see, you were always at home. And now the fact you have three extra people at your house doesn't help. Chaos. Yep. Chaos. Chaos. Anyway, let's talk about some other chaos. Got, okay. Chai got arrested, then he got out of bail, so he's not in jail anymore, but uh, Laura Dayball is still in bail. All of her charges besides two counts of uh, misconduct on children, like, oh, shit, I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something on the fact that she's not providing for her children. Okay. Um, so she's got two counts on that. Everything else has been dropped. And they are now doing a full-on investigation on Lori and Chad on the death of Tammy. So I'm thinking, we're thinking that, you know, something happened in the autopsy that showed that it was foul play. Okay. But they haven't come out and said anything. There's apparently another documentary that's come, that's going to come out on this Friday. I think that's on ABC and NBC is going to cover it as well. Do a full like 60 minute whole show thing kind of explaining everything and apparently that has a ne never before seen interview with melanie the niece of Lori dayville Jeez. so that'll be kind of interesting so that i mean that's just besides the fact she's still in jail kids are still missing she still claims that she's a god and that the world's gonna happen in july which i mean it might so <laughs> Hey, what about that yeah, UFO, though? <laughs> yes, UFOs. Freaking, uh, you know, COVID comes and no one gives a shit about a UFO. I, yeah, that's yeah. evidently how that works. Hey, there is a theory that the UFO people, aliens, started COVID. But there's also a theory that freaking Bill Gates started it, too. So... Pick your theories. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, we'll get into this. So, once again, another one I've never heard of, but hey. Um, You've heard of it now. Uh, yeah, another little episode I've never heard of. So I was digging into this, and when I originally dug into it, I was like, it's a cold case. And now they claim that they have solved it, but I don't believe it. You don't believe it. Persons that are fully in jail, serving their life sentences, were the ones that was fully responsible for these deaths. 
Okay. All right, so this was in Tennessee, Mountain View, Tennessee in 2011. It's a teeny okay. tiny town. There's about 2,500 people there. So a, I'll, I'll plug this in too um, when I edit the podcast, but there was a 911 caller that was frantic and she's like freaking out saying that she went by her friend's house and the back door was open and the first thing that she saw was blood all over this seven-month-old baby. Over this seven-month-old baby. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, back door was open. She looked in. And so, okay, so the two people are Billie Jean, which is the fiancé, and Billy and Billy Payne. So just not to get total confused. There is okay. Billy Payne and Billy Jean. Of course there is. She was holding her baby and blood was all over the mother. No. And so was the baby. She was cradling the seven-month-old. I mean, uh, it was evident that she was shot in the head once and then she passed away. I mean, what kind of, you know, cold-blooded killer kills someone that's holding a seven-month-old baby? So when when she's walking through the house through the dispatcher, she said... Um, it looked like she'd been beaten pretty badly and also in the next room, which was about five feet from the baby's room, was Billy Payne and he was also shot in the head. And the okay. dispatcher asked her, like, do you want to try CPR? And she's like, no. She's like, they're dead. They're cold. They're both dead. It's, it's too late. Okay. Um, Billy Payne. <gasps> Um, he had I... one single shot of the heck. Neck was also slashed. Okay. And she, and she only had the one gunshot wound to her, her face. And the baby was left completely alone. Um, FBI said that the scene was very clean. There was no forensic evidence stating that anyone else had ever been in that house. There was what? no prints. Yeah, there was no blood and there was no shell casing. Uh, the FBI okay. said that it looked like a professional hit that someone hired someone. Okay. So um, both Billy and Billy Jean worked at this local cotton mill together. Um, and so they interviewed a whole bunch of employees and stuff. And everyone said that, well, they had this issue with this girl named Janelle Potter because Apparently, Janelle Potter had a big old crush on Billy Payne, and so it caused some friction issues amongst them and on Facebook, and so that was, like, their first place to go. Okay. A little bit about Janelle Potter. She spent most of her time on social media. She was 34 years old. Billy and her were attacking her on social media, calling her a whore, saying she was ugly. So maybe she could have snapped due to, you know, being social bullied. And maybe she's the one that did this. Okay. Janelle's dad said, though, Janelle had a mental co- compensation of a 10-year-old that she couldn't comprehend doing any violent attacks onto anyone. Okay. And that she didn't have any friends and she didn't talk to anyone. Her only friends were stuffed animals and 
her dad said she has like a little squeaky voice, like a little girl, and she wore pigtails all the time. And so she was thought to have like be a mental capacity of a 10 year old. But I've looked like I've, I've heard her testify before. And I'm just like, I don't think so. I think she's playing this. I think she's playing it to have like her parents be super overprotective over her and basically treat her like a little kid. Okay. She's been living with her parents ever since she was little. She's never moved out. Her, um, so she did have a Facebook page, but it was also monitored by both of her parents. She wasn't allowed on the computer, like without their permission or anything like that. Okay. This woman is 34. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So there was also some speculation that whoever did this, there was, it was a drug deal gone bad because Billie Jean and Billy Payne were known to be in a little bit of drugs as well. Okay. So, um, yeah. So also Janelle, I mean, like her parents were saying she was operating on a fourth grade letter level, but the FBI is like, yeah, that might be true, but she is, has a PhD in manipulating people and she's never been like actually mentally tested or anything that mm-hmm. says that she is having learning disabled. Um, her parents had all these rules for her. Okay. So she wasn't able to drive. She wasn't okay. able to work. She had to be in by 12. I mean, no drinking, partying. And they were a gun, God loving and gun loving family. Some say they were really paranoid. Her parents even packed a gun while they were gardening. Sure. Because that's what you do, right? Yeah, that's, that's definitely what I do. Her dad was in the military. So I get it, like PTSD and stuff like that. I, I could understand that. But his dad, her dad also claimed that he was also in the CIA. Okay. But now their parents, both her parents are disabled. And then Buddy is on an oxygen tank that he carries with him. He can't be off of it for more than three hours. Okay. Janelle went to pharmacy with one of her parents one time to pick up a medication. And one of the pharmacy technicians, Tracy Greenwell, decided to befriend Janelle and kind of could see that her parents were over-controlling and overbearing. She's like, I bet you, you know. She gave her a phone number and said, you know, we even started to go out to the mall together. Like, her parents would allow her to go out the mall, out to eat. I mean, she even went mountain climbing with them. And Tracy's brother is Billy Payne. Yeah. So, a lot of people said that Janelle was falling for Billy because, like, they used to hang out a lot all together because he was hanging out with his sister, and so then she started to be involved in this little group. Okay. And Tracy's like, no way. She never liked Billy. But, sorry, Tracy went ahead and got her hooked up with this guy that's named Jamie Crud. So, he's a little bit smarter with computers, and he's a little bit older than her, so Janelle started seeing Jamie behind her parents' backs. Oh, okay. He bought her a phone and a computer that she could communicate him without her parents knowing. Okay. 
He would even come over from time to time and quote unquote fix the family computer just so that they could see each other. Okay. Isn't that, I don't know, I think that's a little strange that a 34-year-old woman has to hide her own electronics and her own relationship from her parents. I would go strange, yeah. A little strange. Her parents still have access to her Facebook and everything. And they also noticed that both Janelle and Billie Jean were saying stuff like back and forth to each other. They were cyberbullying each other. Like, you're ugly, no one likes you, you're a stupid whore, I hope you get raped. They were just fighting back and forth like this. Like, I mean, it was public on each other's pages to the point where Janelle's mom wrote on Billy's page and was like, you need to stop it. Yeah. And after that, after even they said, hey, you need to stop it, there was another Facebook page that was made that was anonymous that no one knew who it was. And was posting publicly, like, in classified groups and stuff, saying um, all this other stuff, that Janelle is awful and such a whore and what a liar. And then Janelle actually ended up posting, I wish that Billie Jean and Billy Payne would die and that whole damn baby would die as well. And she would also write stuff like, Billy is a slut. And then Billy would write, Janelle is a fat toad. On earth, and then Billy wrote, Someone should kill Janelle before I kill her myself. And then Janelle would write, I should kill Billy and that devil baby that she has. So, um, while this was going on, Janelle started calling the cops on the Billy couple. Um, oh, they said that they were throwing rocks at her dad's car. So, there's this rock, and on one side, it says Billy Payne. The other one sure. side, okay. it says Billie Jean. And on the other side, it says, I'm your Huckleberry. This can't match up uh, to Billy, Billie Jean, or Janelle's handwriting. Yeah. So, I mean, some speculate, okay, it was really them, but like, why would you write your name on a rock? Okay, that's so strange. That seems absurd to me. Oh, well, sure. But some was thinking that, okay, Janelle must have done this, but it came back inconclusive for all three. So they end up unfriending each other so um the fbi agents they're working on this case and they think it's a hit they think someone came out like someone put a hit on them and killed them because there's no evidence there's no evidence against anyone janelle in the first interview like even when the cops came to the house and everything he's like why does everyone everyone want to point finger at us for some reason and the investigator was like you know no one's pointing fingers at you we're just trying to get information and we knew that janelle had a pass with them so her first Janelle's first response was um when she talked to someone she's like I don't know who would do anything I don't know who would harm them at all that's just awful I just found out what happened when I went on Facebook earlier that evening she said Janelle was like they were just jealous of me and they thought I was so pretty and that I was too pretty for my own good um Jamie was also brought in the secret boyfriend and she denied having any relationship with Jamie she's like nope we we never did anything Jamie came in and he took a polygraph test. If he knew who killed Billy and Billie Jean and polygraph said, you know, he lied about that. And then Jamie's sitting there and he's like, he asked a really bizarre question. He asked if the CIA was here and listening to him. He tells detectives that he's been talking to a man named Chris who claims he was in the CIA and his job was to protect Janelle from her enemies. 
they're not buying this. They're like, okay, you know, it's a bunch of bull crap, you know? Yeah. So now he's a person of interest too. So we've got right now Janelle, Janelle's parents, yeah. um, and Jamie, which Janelle's parents remember are both on oxygen tanks. So it would kind of be hard for them to not even like, you know, leave behind anything. Jamie goes ahead and says that Chris is actually Janelle's overprotective father, Buddy, as the killer. So he tries to um, get him on tape with the police, like, tried to get a confession on tape with Jimmy, calling, asking Buddy, like, questions about Billy, like, did you destroy everything? Did you get everything out of the house? And he said, well, yeah, like... I, I deleted everything and got everything out of the house, so nothing comes back to me. But it wasn't, like, for sure, like, 100% evidence. But with that, they were able to arrest Buddy. And they already knew that he always had a weapon on him. The police took extra precautions at the time when they were arresting right. him. And he looked like he was actually going to grab one of his guns. And the police tackled him and put his hands behind his back. And he denied anything okay. and everything they told him. The police that Janelle, yeah, that they wanted to cut off her head, Janelle's head, and that they talked about attacking her in a bathroom and raping her. And so then he calls his wife from the police station because they're sitting there and they're talking to him for a few hours. Oh. Okay. And he is talking to her and he's like, "So before you find out anything." I just want you to let, I just want to let you know I did some of it. Not all of it, but I did some of it. I have some involvement. And his wife still to this day denies that he had any involvement with anything. Yeah. That he was just interrogated for five hours straight. He was supposed to have his oxygen and he didn't have enough oxygen, which okay, you know what? If you don't have oxygen running to your brain, you can think things wrong and everything. But what really put him behind bars was three garbage bags of shredded paperwork that were emails of Janelle and yeah. the so-called Chris sending each other messages and sending Billy and Billie Jean text, me- text messages and emails. Three whole bags, garbage bags of shredded stuff. Oh. Okay. It's like, why was that in your truck then? Okay. So when they got the search warrants, they confiscated over 60 guns. I mean, the guy, guy was a little paranoid. He even had an ammo belt over his... Doesn't sound too paranoid to me. I mean, come on. I do that all the time. Oh, no. Not at all. There was also knives that were found with photos of the oh. victims in the living room. So, like, they stabbed him through the knife into the wall. And they were Facebook photos of Billie Jean. Okay. And these photos had bitch written on every single one of them. Okay. So these photos were being ripped up while the cops were on their way over there by his wife. No. No. Not suspicious. No, no. Right? Could this be someone, though? Could, what about this Chris guy? Could this guy actually be real? Could this be a hit and them destroying evidence now? I don't know. I, there's a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. going on right here. Or what about the boyfriend? I mean, remember, too, his, her parents are on oxygen tanks. It's yeah. Really, I don't. I don't know. My great grandma was on an oxygen tank. You have to move really slow to be on one of those, like to yeah. take it with you. You know. 
Yeah. So Barbara also admits, which is Janelle's mom, says that part of Buddy's past with the CIA is top secret and he's not allowed to talk about it. Like, okay, maybe, but was he really? Or was he just, you know? So this guy, Chris, was apparently sending emails to his mom saying, I'm here to protect her and I know that Billie Jean and Billy Payne are out to kill her. They're out to rape her. They're out to do all this. So, um, and this was also sending to her father, which, you know, if you think that if he was in part of the CIA, wouldn't he have known some of that and known like how they contact you and stuff? And isn't it a little weird to be doing that over email? I would say I would yes. Think so, right? Um, so they ended up actually tracing all those emails, pointed back in and pointed back to the IP address of an email that was registered in Janelle's name. Okay. And they were actually able to also receive um, all of text messages from Janelle's phone. And one of her texts said, you know, the day of the murder, it said to Jamie, yeah, he's leaving now. I hear the car leaving. And then she also said, I love you. T text me ASAP when you get back. This was the morning before the murder. In the morning, allegedly... What police are saying is a buddy picked up Jamie and they went to the paint house together and killed him together. Yeah. So Barbara's arrested. Janelle's arrested. Buddy has already gone to court. He has a two life sentences. Okay. They cannot prove that he shot anyone, that he did anything. Yet he's gotten two life sentences right now. How does he have two life sentences if they can't prove it? I'm confused. Because um, they're claiming that his testimony, his word of mouth testimony is enough. Okay. And then Jamie, her boyfriend, got 25 years for being an accomplice. Interesting. Okay. So. So if it's all on his word and they can't prove anything. They have no gun. They have like nothing that matches. But the accomplice just, he's just all on word yeah. too? Why would someone admit to being an accomplice? Well, they, they said that there was enough circumstantial evidence on him um, from the fact that he knew that about the whole CIA thing, the fact that he um, got the text messages from her, and the fact that he told police that it was Buddy and that he didn't come forward with it. So, allegedly... Buddy picked up Jamie and they both went in there together and did this together. But there's still no actual physical proof. This is all circumstantial evidence. Okay. So Janelle's arrested, right? Guess this. Christopher Jaden takes the stand. Okay. Could this be the CIA agent, Christopher? What do you think? Is it? Oh, do you actually know the answer? Oh, I do. Uh, yes. No, oh. he's a former classmate of Janelle's. He's actually in law enforcement, but he's a state trooper and not a CIA agent. And he doesn't really remember Janelle a whole lot, but apparently Janelle was obsessed with him and had a ton of photos of him on her, on her computer and everything. And she's been stalking him for years. 
that's not creepy at all. No. The defense claims that she stole Chris's identity to manipulate her parents and her boyfriend into thinking that she was endangering and killing her crush, Billy Payne, and her fiance, Billy Jane. This is all completely circumstantial evidence. Uh, I mean, he took the stand and he was like, I have no idea who she is, but apparently that's, she stole his identity. So there's still no physical evidence. There's no gun that has been found that has actually linked to killing them or anything like that. Yeah. Barbara is found guilty of first degree murder as well. She's in jail right now. Did Barbara actually know or was she like a full innocent bystander? Um, no, man, I don't know. I know. Oh, I know. What do you think? Well, well I kind of do. Well, I'm going to tell you this right now. Janelle's off. Okay. Janelle is not in jail. Okay. And I think she should be. <laughs> I think this was her completely manipulating her parents and her boyfriend and thinking she was really in danger when she really wasn't and getting them to kill them for her. You think they'd do that? I don't believe that she has the mindset of a 10-year-old. I think she's a manipulative person. Really don't think she... Really? What leads you to believe that? Okay, so Barbara, in her emails that was sent to this Chris, right? She says that she wants the pains dead, including that damn baby. She denied all this. She claims that all of this was her daughter writing it from her email. There was also, though, there was a search on her computer that uh, was saying, does God forgive murder and stuff like this? And she actually emailed these links to her. Okay. Well, Janelle denies any responsibility. She's like, I had nothing to do with this. I never wanted them dead. I never wanted any of this. But she is currently not serving any jail time. But her parents and her boyfriend are. Her mother's in there for first degree murder. Her father is in there for first degree murder and her boyfriend's in there for second degree i mean if she really has that mentality then why is it not creepy she has the boyfriend because yeah yeah well and wouldn't it make it creepy that the boyfriend was like mind of a 10 year old yeah into this girl that had a mind of a 10 year old like i said like in every interview she has like little pigtails on and stuff like that she might dress like a little kid and I don't know if that's been the whole time or whatever, but in her dad's like, she has a squeaky little girl voice. No, she has a normal voice. Like, I don't see that. I see, I see a manipulative woman who maybe because she was raised totally and completely fucked up, yeah. had issues, but I believe this is her yeah. fault. Do I think her parents were being overparented? Absolutely. But there, again, there's no proof that they actually did it. There's no proof saying that she maybe, maybe she did. Maybe yeah. she did hire a hitman. I mean, who knows? Because there's still no proof that these parents yeah. committed this crime. Besides their word. And can you really trust a word of a guy that's supposed to be on oxygen all the time? And when he's not having oxygen, you know, blood flow, oxygen to the brain can cause you to do and say stupid stuff that's not really true yeah is it weird that they had three truckloads of papers that were back and forth shredded yes but with the paranoid temperament that they already have with how many guns is in their house is it that unusual yeah i don't know 
Because they're already paranoid as shit. And how come could all of those guns, not one of them, lead up to anything? I don't know. And if you think that your daughter is being bullied and threatened and threatened to be killed and threatened to be raped, yeah, you might say some stuff that you don't necessarily mean or you might actually go off and do an action based on these fears i think janelle should be in jail yeah she should be in jail for first degree murder i don't know if her father did this or not to be honest because of his health conditions it kind of makes me hard it hard to believe maybe her boyfriend or maybe she called someone and did a hit because like they said it was really really clean yeah that's I'm not saying maybe the dad didn't have an involvement. Maybe he drove Jamie there or something like that. But I find it hard to believe that he shot and killed two people, didn't leave any trace, didn't like, because he limped all the time too. So there wasn't a sign of someone who limped or anything getting out of the house. There was no tire marks. There was no sight of a car. There was nothing. Yeah. It definitely is a little... Suspicious and fishy. So now that everyone else is in jail, what is she doing? Like, also, once again, if she has the mentality of a 10-year-old, where is she? Because a 10-year-old can't live alone. So it seems a little strange to me that the courts are like, yeah, yeah, she can get away with this because of this, but it's still cool if she's living alone. Yeah, I don't know exactly. I believe she's living alone, but... And I mean, like, anytime you ask her about it, she just, like, full-on shuts down, doesn't say a damn thing. Well, I wouldn't either. And once again, like, it shouldn't get her off court if she's still allowed to, like, live alone. Doesn't make sense. Apparently, sometime this year, her mom's gonna appeal her trial and try to pin it all on her her daughter. So we'll see how that goes. The fact that she's gonna do that shows something, right? Yeah. Maybe she has more to do with it, and the mom's finally like, okay, jail's bullshit. I'm gonna just tell. Yeah, could be. Could be. I Yeah, I can't find anywhere exactly where she is, but yeah, apparently her mom said that she's gonna appeal it, and yeah. Who knows, with all this, too, she might actually be like, have her address protected and stuff. Because, you know, the media is probably yeah. a media frenzy over this. So, if she is in a home, it's probably all protected, no matter where she is. Um, last interview I saw, though, she, it was just her and her lawyer. And so, so I'm not exactly yeah. sure where she's at at the moment. But she shut down and she denied any responsibility. Which I kind of yeah. call bullshit. I get it that your parents completely overprotected you and are definitely paranoid but you need to take some responsibility for this too like you manipulated the way that they are so overprotective like you manipulated that into using it against them to get some attention and to get them to do it for you i think it'll be interesting to see what happens when the mom tries to get the appeal It'll be interesting. I'll have to keep updated if I find anything on that. Yes, please keep watching on this case and see what is, do you know, I guess COVID's probably pushed some of it back. I was going to say, when is it supposed to be? And like, um, 
You know, Jenna was in jail for a little bit, but she got out. Yeah. And it wasn't insanity or anything. She just claimed, I had no idea that they were going to do this. Yeah. You know, the IP address points to their house, which, okay, they're like, it points to her computer, the one that she was hiding from her parents that her parents claimed that they didn't know. And it pointed to an email that, like, had her name on it and stuff. But does not necessarily mean that it was her? I guess not, you know? It could have been anyone that used that laptop. It could have been Jamie, yeah. for all we know. It could have been her mom. It could have been her dad. It could have been anyone else except foot in that household. I am just so surprised that all three of them ended up getting convicted without physical evidence. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, it was only 2011. I can't think that it would be... Well, it's a small town, though, so I don't know if that had something to do with it, too. If a trial... It might, because, like, the police and stuff might be... I don't know. Because it might have been, you know, a small trial and new elections coming up or something like that, too, that they wanted answers, and they also yeah. might have thought, honestly, it would be safer to put them in jail as of right now for their own safety. Yeah. I just, I'm surprised that they even got charged with anything with no physical evidence. Yeah. They're all going off of hearsay. And, okay, they are going off the emails and everything. But how do you prove that that is that one person that's saying that? I feel like that is very unjust. Like, I'm not yeah. saying that they didn't have something to do with it. Because obviously someone in that house, I believe someone in that house had something to do with this. And I believe it is mostly Janelle. I don't know if she hired someone. I don't, like... I know that for a fact, I believe in my heart of hearts that she's the one that made up this Chris guy because it was the exact same name as this old guy that she used to go to high school with. And she made him up and played this whole persona against her parents. And I don't know if that made her parents really scared that they really thought this was happening because they're all paranoid and everything that they went off and did this or if she hired someone or she had her boyfriend do this. I don't know. I believe, I believe that she should have some responsibility with this though. If anyone should be jealous, yeah. should be her. I, I have I, a hard time thinking it was her dad, though, with him having to be on oxygen and everything. And her mom was in a wheelchair, for goodness sake. Yeah. So wouldn't you think I mean, that there'd be wheelchair marks or something like that? Mm. You would think so, yes. So. Yes. But for her to get completely off pisses me off. I agree. If you guys have any theories on this or any ideas where that gun, murder weapon could be, let us know. Or, I mean, there is a possibility that maybe it wasn't even them and it was just framed on them. Maybe it was someone else that didn't like them. Yeah. But took them out knowing that the fact that they had this feud going on. Because a lot of their stuff on their social media was public. Like this feud back and forth between them. So maybe... Maybe it was someone else that didn't like these two and thought, you know what? These are the perfect people to pin it on because they are vocally being, telling each other to go die. (laughs) Yeah. I hear, like, I think, like, a lot of small towns do that. They get, like, these rivalries and it's just a little insane. Mm Mm-hmm. But see, like, I mean, that could be another theory, too, is that it was someone else that just didn't like them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know. Because that could put, like, pin it on them, you know? Yeah. I don't know. 
don't know. This one's a weird it's one. It's definitely weird. I guess all our cases are weird. That's I know, but some of them like bug you more than others, and you're like, what in the literal fuck? The fact that there's there's nothing, nothing there. Yeah. So I went down a rabbit hole, and I was like, oh, this is a cold case, and I was like, wait, what? Wait, what the fuck? Who else is in jail? Who's not in jail? Really? Do you guys have any ideas? Let us know. Yes, please. We would love it if you emailed us any theories you have. Crime Theory Pod at gmail.com. Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Crime Theory Pod on Facebook, Instagram. Yes, please. Also, if you have any suggestions of stories you'd like to hear, we would love to do that for you. Yep. I appreciate all the ones that have been on Reddit. I appreciate those. Yes. We like to know what you want to hear. All right, guys. Well, keep fucking going.